0: Show
1: Be prepared for the aftermath.
0: the aftermath They'll crush your puny skull Invertebrate
2: Catching up with Mike and Joe Now it's time to start the show
1: Hello, Joey. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to anyone listening. My name's Mike, that's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives down in L.A., We have been friends for over
0: fifteen years, and every single week we call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. Yes, that's exactly what we do every single week without fail. Here we are, yo. We never miss a
1: week. This um, theme song always makes this joke about me being a psychopath, so I'm like very aware of kind of like anything I do that might make me make me look like a psychopath. Sure. Um, and you know that I've been doing bullet journaling. You and I have talked about this.
0: Mm-hmm. And um, but why don't you is my, explain to the audience what all the bullet ju- journaling is?
1: I think a lot of people know, but it's basically kind of free-form journaling with, like, some very strict rules. <laughs> and it, it, I don't know. It's just basically kind of where I'm keeping, like, my calendar and sort of some brainstorming things that I'm doing and just trying to kind of organize my shit a little bit better. Sure. So I'm doing this. And anyway, um, a coworker of mine uh, has been talking to me about um, sort of like my diet and exercise regimen. Mm -hmm. Um, And we've been trying to kind of like put her on like a different food plan and we've been like documenting stuff out. And she was trying to get a product – a protein powder that I had purchased but I couldn't think of the name so I logged into my Amazon to look at my like past orders Mm -hmm. while she's sitting over my shoulder and I'm like scrolling down but what I did (laughs) it looked really weird and it made me look like a psychopath a little bit Mm -hmm. was for bullet journaling sort of like um I don't have some people go like all out and buy like all these cute pens and like Mm -hmm. tape and Mm -hmm. stickers and shit like that Mm -hmm. but mine i use black pens and i use blue pens only and it's very plain Mm -hmm. but i also wanted some tape so like Mm -hmm. the edge i could like um call out certain edges of the pages right Mm -hmm. so (laughs) i bought like a multiple rolls of like different types of tape because Mm -hmm. I was like sampling different ones to kind of see Mm -hmm. which was right. (laughs) So when I logged in and scrolled down, she was like, wait a minute, what are you buying all this tape for? Mm -hmm. And she kind of made the serial killer joke, but I thought that you would get a kick out of that. But luckily there was nothing like, I mean, sometimes I'll buy like lube on Mm -hmm. Amazon or you know, like, personal items. Mm-hmm. You you got your your masturbation eggs. Oh, I sure
0: did. Right there on yeah, Amazon. Your
1: <clears throat> <you're> Cameron, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Anyway.
0: You know <laughs> so what's so funny happening? that you bring that up? Because I finally feel... And it's so funny because you can't tell until you're out of it when you're out of it. Does that make sense? And yep. so um, it used to be... Do you remember, you know... Well this would been a, this would have been the 3rd anniversary of um the breakup of a couple of weeks ago. But um I used to like I used to like dread and think about it the way a person thinks about like when their parent died or something, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think last year I did like a whole song tribute show or something like that, right? On the on the anniversary. Yeah. And um this this year, I didn't I forgot about it. I didn't even realize until I was talking to someone and they mentioned the 26th of June had passed. I remember they were like, oh, well, on the 26th of June. I'm like, 26th of June? Why does that seem important to me? Hmm. And I'm like, oh, oh, my God. Like, it had hmm. come and gone. I hadn't even thought about it. I used to, like, dread it. and something. And then something happened yesterday, too, where I was like, Oh, yeah, that was a person. Like, in other words, it wasn't like I'm constantly like it used to be that if you said like slam, I would think Cam. Right. And now it it it's it's fading. I don't really it doesn't it doesn't occur to me any more, really. Well, it looks good. Yeah. I look, I'm not saying I'm <laughs> 1000% out of the woods, but it took me a long time. You know? <clears throat> yeah. How long were the two of you guys together? Officially <laughs> as a couple. Like, how long did I know him? Or how long were we together as a couple? As a couple, oh, like six months. And how long had you known him? Like six years. Okay, yeah, I get it. See, the tricky thing is, too, you know, we weren't a couple, but we were. We used, to, we used to do everything together for, I would say, like two or three years. Sure, you know. So, um, yeah. Anyway, that's done.
1: Steve and I have been apart for a year, as have, of a couple weeks ago. I don't know.
0: And yet, you're ready for you forgot him on a week later. That's not true. I saw that you posted an Instagram story the other day. I did? He no, did. He did.
1: Oh, yeah. I he, actually just... We um were texting this morning. We were oh, fine. Oh, you do. Oh, okay. Is, is he seen someone else? You know what? I don't... We don't really kind of go there yet, you know? Are you ready to hear it, though? Yeah. I mean, like, I'm so interested because... It, yeah, I think I'm ready to go there. I think... Pretty soon, we'll probably hang out, and I think that we'll... I'm sorry.
0: Hold on. Breaking news from listener John Marti. uh, A San Francisco theater woman found bound with tape in the bay. Uh, More to come at 11. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. So, um, anyway,
1: (laughs) what were we talking about, Steve? Cameron? um tape
0: woman you know what's so funny is i know somebody who broke like i know somebody who's like not like me he's the opposite of me he was dating some guy for two or three years and then fairly recently broke up with him yeah and whatever right he seemed to be over it very quickly too right Mm -hmm. and then he called me the day he was so happy i thought he like won the lottery or something like that right and I was like, what? He's like, oh, my ex got a new boyfriend. I'm so excited. And was telling me all the details about how they met and all this drama and showed me the pictures. Like, he was so happy. Yeah. Because I think there was a part of him that felt guilt, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think what I feel, he saw is released I from don't. The guilt.
1: I don't feel any guilt with Steve. I, I do – I will be happy when he kind of gets there. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's some. there is something weird – and I don't know if like jealousy is the right word for it, but it's very it's a very close emotion where like in a weird way, like I put in a lot of hard work and like mm. somebody else is going to get to reap the benefit of that. And yeah. that that's annoying to me, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I'm a human, whatever.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> So, what's up with you? Do you have well, any stories you were going to tell me? I want to continue a conversation we were having before we went on the air, which is I, well, you know, everyone should know when we <laughs> go live on Mixer.com slash afterthought media, <clears throat> uh, I play a song, and the song gives people time to find, see the alert that we're on the air, gun on the air, blah, 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 blah. So they don't miss any of this, you know, precious show. They can't miss any of the precious <laughs> seconds of this show. All right. So uh, today I, I wanted to, to wolf, I was so hungry. I wanted to wolf down a bowl of cereal uh, while the song was playing. And Mike asked me what the cereal was, and so I was explaining that. I said, You know what? This is such a, a treasured gem of what I'm going to talk about. Uh, let me save it for the show. And here's what it is, Mike. Here's the answer to your question I'm trying to get more fiber because I think I'm old now. And yeah. um, so I bought this Fiber One cereal, but I don't, this Fiber One cereal is kind of boring. Mm-hmm. You know, but it gives it, like, packs a load of fiber. By the way, remember that SNL sketch? Remember the one with Phil Hartman? It was a commercial it was called Colon Blow. Yeah, yeah. And so I get, I put a small amount of Fiber One in a bowl of cereal, and then I put like a shitty cereal. So today was Frosted Cheerios. Okay. Right? And then I have that mixed with the Fiber One. Okay. So that's what I had. Good for you. Anyway, <laughs> thank you. Uh, later on, I'll be giving you reviews of different brands of prune juice. Yeah. And I really uh, hope that was one of your personal stories. It was not. Oh. <laughs> one of my personal stories. Now, there's a problem. I mean, you know, Mike Lawson, I'm very happy to see this, and it makes me so happy that Mike Lawson is a Patreon supporter. Yeah. But one of the problems uh, with Michael being a Patreon supporter is that I used to kind of workshop some stories on some afterthought shows because I go, okay, let me see if this will work on catching up. Let me see if this is a good story. And so Mike now. Knows at least the first half Hard. of this story, but you know it sounds like you have some in- interesting insight, though, from what you were texting me.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But but you know, also we have to we have to k- take into consideration not everybody listens to every show that Afterthought puts out. <clears throat> How could they? Yeah, like John Arts. <laughs> I, I think John Arts. Thank you for supporting us on Patreon. But I think John Arts only listens to Catching Up. You know. Yeah. So anyway, smart man. <laughs> what are you I'm talking about? Kidding. You're the one listening. And you do uh, almost every. I listen to almost everything, and oh. it's really good. Thank you. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so uh, yet yeah, last week after the show, I had to go somewhere. I don't remember where I had to go, but I was running out the door. I think I was meeting John Paul for him to go see a movie. And I uh, was running out the door to go see John Paul. And my dad says to me, he goes, uh, does this seem right to you? And he shows me his phone. <clears throat> and on the phone is a button that says staples parking a hundred dollars yeah and i thought to myself that seems really high right yeah but but that said i do know like i think the rams charge a lot of money for their parking like something in that area i don't know if it's that high but like i think i don't know maybe let me check right so i go to the staples center website look at their parking and it says thirty dollars and I was like, what? That's $100. I go, Dad, is says $30. He goes, I don't know, man. That's what it says right here. It says $100. Right? And I, yeah. I go, let me see that. What is that? Yeah. And I go, what are you doing? He goes, I want to surprise your mom. She wasn't there. I want to surprise your mom with Michael Bublé tickets. He was going to be at the Staples Center. On that That's so nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Sorry. That's all right. So <clears throat> I go... Did you, what is going, where is this, where where did you get these tickets? Because I I, can tell it's not like a regular ticket site. He goes, Staples Center. I go, Dad, I'm on the Staples Center website, okay? I just went to old people, buy parking for (laughs) staplescenter.com. Yeah, I know, that's what they do. Mike, (laughs) you're being funny, but that's what they do. I know, I know this business really well. Yeah. (laughs) So he goes, I went, I just typed in Staples Center, Michael Bublé. No, no, no. No, I think he put in like buy tickets for Michael Buble at the Staples Center, you know? <laughs> to surprise Betty.com. To, <laughs> to surprise Betty, right? <laughs> and I go, I just clicked on the Staples Center, you know? And I go, Dad, I hate to tell you, did you buy the tickets? He goes, Yeah. I go, That's not from the Staples Center. Yeah. And I go, How much did you pay? And he goes, $115. I'm all for both? <laughs> he goes, No, per ticket. And I go, Where are they? And then he told me a section number. I looked and I was like, "It's actually about what they were going for." And I go, "Oh, okay." And I was like, oh, "Okay, all right, that's not bad, whatever." I go, "You know, okay." And then so he's like, "Oh, what if the are What if the What if what if I real? I what if I paid it to a, a full, you know, a fraud, you know?" So he's yeah. calling his credit card company, and they're like, but well, we can't do anything until they run your credit card, you yeah. know."
1: Like, the oh, good no. news is that it's
0: not usually a fraud. Yeah,
1: but the chance of like shit getting fucked up and you having no recourse is just so much higher because you're not <clears> the <throat> original purchaser. So like, yeah, if you know shit hits the fan, you're you there's a higher chance that you won't see the show.
0: Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so then he was like, i sweating bullets calling the credit card, but he said they had he had a sleepless night the night before, uh, you know, oh, Sunday yeah. night, thinking that he just bought like fake tickets, right? But then the next day goes through the credit card. My brother does research into the company and he's like, No, it's like a it's a real company. You know, I call my brother on the way in to see John Paul. my brother forgot it's a real company. It's just it's a shitty company. And when you look at reviews, they just overcharge for everything. You know, they're just like they just charge they yeah, it's awful, right? So then the next day, he finds out that they're real, then he's I don't know how he figured this out, but then he's just really sad. Right, I can just tell he's sad, and I look at his seats. Right, I go. Let me look at his. I don't know how I figure out what his seats were. Mike Lawson, he paid hundred and fifteen dollars a ticket. The section he told me was not right. Oh, he had some sort of dyslexia, so he had told me like one oh three, and it was like dyslexia called embarrassment. Yeah, it was actually three oh one. So I looked at three oh one, and there were like first of all a ton of seats left. And they, and they were, were like, like a nickel piece. No, they're like 60 bucks. Right? Yeah. I mean, oh, you got shitty seats, right? Because yeah. my mom had said in a conversation at a dinner recently, my mom's like, Michael Buble is coming to town. But you know what? We went and looked at tickets, which they probably went to the same site. And they were hundreds and hundreds of dollars. And I, I go, I only want to see Michael Buble up close. I don't oh. want to have crappy seats. And she goes, but I'm not going to pay all that money for him. Right. And I remember that conversation. So oh, I, and he paid all that money for him yeah. and their crappy seats. Yeah. So I call oh, my brother. No. I call my brother and I go, listen, I feel bad for mom and dad. I feel bad for the, my brother was much more <laughs> wanting to be the corrective parent. I'm like, well, yeah. lesson learned. He should have come to us because my dad has Mm -hmm. yelled at me and my brother before and goes, you think that we're children and that we don't know how to do anything on the internet. You treat us like children and that we don't know what we're doing, you know? Yeah. And I think maybe the sadness was his realizing that actually children are probably (laughs) smarter at this, you know, and that. He yeah. should let his kids buy this stuff. Because also, you would think. I will say this: you would think my dad would have called my brother. My brother is Mister Tickets. Like my brother is constantly buying concert tickets. He has Angel season tickets. He's doing. He's always with tickets and going to live performances. Right. Yeah. So my brother knows that side of this world, right? Very well. You think he would call him and say, "I want to do this," and he didn't do it because he's stubborn and prideful, like yeah. any old man. And I wonder way.
1: if he was like, if it was a bit impulsive too. If he was like, maybe, and so he was kind of like researching and then decided to just go for yeah, it. Yeah,
0: but I was home. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, he um <clears throat> So my brother finally goes, "Okay, let's do it." I go, "Yeah, we'll just split the tickets, right?" So, now I will say, my brother says, "Okay, I got the tickets." Um and I go, "Okay, where are they?" And he goes, fourth row." So, Oh, that's nice. He go I go, well, "How much do I owe you?" He goes, "Just pay me what you're going to pay." I'm sure he paid. He yeah, goes, they yeah. weren't that bad. He goes, they weren't that bad. But I think I just I'm I'm not cutting about that much to, to the Joe and Bed. I actually I actually paid my brother one seventy five.
1: Right? But it's also your brother. It's not like a friend who yeah. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like your brother is putting this gift to your parents. So. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I paid my I threw my brother like 175, 200 bucks. Right. Okay, yeah. Great. And my brother, like, oh, that really helped. Blah, blah, blah. So
1: anyway By the way, this is like a daily kind of like thing with uh, Hamilton tickets. Not that I that's want what, to like, That's yeah.
0: what I wanted to hear about. That's what I wanted to hear yeah. about. So, um, so just to, just to end the story before they go to the show, before they go to the show, just to end that story. Um, oh, he's buying them this close to the
1: performance
0: too. When's the, the oh, show? Oh yeah, yeah. Already I think we bought the day before. Oh, <clears throat> oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. The day before. So now he has fourth row. We get, we tell my, we tell my parents, my dad lies to my mom. Right. Okay. And he goes, I bought because my mom already knew my dad bought her tickets, you know, but she okay. didn't know anything about where they were or anything like that, right? Yeah. So that my dad tells my mom, we thought we she was lying, but we're to, this is what she really believes is the truth: that my dad bought her tickets, and then my 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 brother and I, without knowing, without consulting my dad, that we decided to surprise him for their anniversary because it's their anniversary today, actually. We surprised, decided to surprise them for the anniversary with tickets to Michael Buble, and we just bought the gift of the Magi, right? <laughs> and so okay. they decided to give the extra tickets they had to their neighbors. Oh, that's nice. So yeah. they all could go
1: together. So just they all say-
0: could go together. We'll leave it at that for now. There's an extra part of the story, but I want to hear about the Hamilton tickets oh. and what you're talking about.
1: Yeah. Well, there's just like a lot of people that have a few different companies that have these reseller sites, and they set up stuff that looks – Convincingly real, like decent web design, and then their website will be called like Orpheum Theater San Francisco mm-hmm. or you know what I mean. Like it's not set up in a way so it's like Ticket Reseller yeah. You don't you don't know what you're getting into unless you're mm-hmm. kind of like, I think some folks of a certain generation, and I don't mean this in an ageist way. I just mean certain at a, at a certain point. You're exposed to fewer sort of, like, internet kind of, like, scams, I guess? Mm-hmm. So you tend to believe, like, the header of a website is an official header of a yes. website? Yes. And I, I, I don't know. I... I, is this ages that what I'm saying?
0: No, I think I don't think it's ages. I think I actually, I actually do think children would fall for this too because you have to be savvy enough to know to look at the URL. And right. like I actually did try and recreate my dad's steps, and I put like mm-hmm. Staples Center Michael Buble into Google, and the first thing that comes up, it's not Google doesn't make it very obvious to promote it as a um, like a link, and it says it makes it look like it's officially from the Staples Center. Right. You know, and so unless you look at it, it said on the very tiny print, tickets-sellers, I think it was, dot yeah. com, you and wouldn't know.
1: There's usually some, like, fine print on the website that explains that they're reselling tickets and not the official seller.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but it still is, like, they do a convincing job, um, and they are able to sort of convince folks who are not quite so internet savvy, I yeah. have found. Yeah. And that tends to be people of a certain generation. That's not always the case obviously but i don't know why i'm so like cautious about
0: this right now but you don't want to offend like john arts or something like that okay or you or me (laughs) so i wonder but i I feel like john arts is very ticket savvy i don't think he would fall for this well ticket savvy for sure i even think he's like
1: internet savvy enough to you know kind of see Mm -hmm. such a scam from a mile away yeah i feel bad for your dad though because i really do encounter folks that kind of have done gone through this with ticket brokers all the time Mm -hmm. ticket brokers are like the bane of my existence Mm -hmm. go on
0: no no you're right uh okay so okay so then they go out where did i go that night i i happened to go somewhere that night oh so many things i just realized where did i go that night I had plans. Anyway, I come back, right? Okay. And when I come back from whatever I was doing, uh, that was Tuesday, night. I don't know what I was doing. Uh, I come back, and I had gotten an alert from Amazon that a package I had had arrived.
1: Okay? All right.
0: Oh, by the way, the entire time... Yeah, I was out. Where was I? I was getting alerts from my mom with, like, pictures from the seat and... uh you know, uh, everything they were doing uh, with the seats and stuff like that. And, like, pictures of Michael Buble up close. All this drama, right? Yeah. So, oh, I know what it was. Melissa McQueen took me out for my birthday. So I went to dinner okay, with Melissa great. McQueen. Okay. So I am to dinner with Melissa McQueen. I'm getting these text messages like, oh, look at Michael Buble, right? Michael That's Buble. Wonderful. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... And credit where
1: credit is due how wonderful that your parents are using their cell phones in such a way. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm just trying to give them credit. Cause I feel like I shit on them for being old folks that fell for an internet scam. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 So, so then I get home from dinner with Melissa McQueen, right? Yeah. And, uh, I get, I get home and I have, I, oh, I had an Amazon package. So instead of, usually going through the garage, and I still was going to go through the garage. But I open the garage, I go, I'll just walk to the front door, get the package, and come back. You know? Okay. So I walk to the front door. Well, that triggers the ring. The doorbell uh, ring? You know? okay, I like don't even think camera? about it. Yeah, a little well, camera, right? So my parents get an alert at the concert, right? And uh, I'm, I'm getting the package, and all of a sudden I'm just hearing like... <laughs> What are you
2: not doing I'm like, broken like so I, I, I I can't hear track. you guys what do you guys say
0: like I talk well, myself out. I get over like, I, I I came can up with a million excuses i thought every possibility going to have to go That's what it was like I couldn't hear any of that. Exactly. That's, that's <laughs> what it felt like. Because my, my parents, they're at a concert, four Rose, from Michael Buble, right? Yeah. And, but, and by the way, Barney, Prince of Wales, my brother and I had this same conversation, right? Because my, yeah. my dad tells me when he, had the extra t- my, when he had the extra tickets, he goes, do you think Mike and Danny, my brother and his wife, would yeah. want to go? I go, I don't think so. And yeah. we were talking about, like, you would have to pay me $115 a ticket. See, see I'm, not, I'm not in that same
1: boat. I feel like, and not because it's Michael Bublé, I feel like I would pretty much go to almost anything. Mm-hmm. I think for free, right? Mm-hmm. I think where you're going to kind of struggle to get me to go is like if it gets too young. So like, mm-hmm. you know, like a really young pop like star. A where Yo Gabba like Yo Gabba
0: Gabba?
1: Yeah, or no, something like that. No, like a like Sean Mendes. Well, you know what? I, I even feel like a Yo Gabba Gabba type I think that might be fun. Yes.
0: Like, do <laughs> you remember when I was talking on Grindr to one of the Yoga Gabba, yes. Gabba guys? Yes, okay, yes. Sorry, sorry. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I thought about that the other day. He was so hot, too. Um, Gross. Um, well, So, anyway. He's a child. He was like 28 or something like that. I don't think he was hot, though, right? I remember I him didn't... being really hot. Or maybe I thought he was hot because he was in Yo Gabba Gabba.
1: Didn't he wear like a turtleneck? Didn't they wear turtlenecks? I don't remember. Am I might think,
0: anyway. Um, so they enjoyed the concert, is that true? Oh, they loved the concert. Oh, they had oh, such a good. good time at the concert. And then what's funny is now I just realize I have other stories. So should okay. I tell the Tony Bennett story now? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe there might be a hodgepodge of stories in my neck to go around. What's going on with you, Mike Lawson?
1: Um, what's going on with me? Oh, I wanted to tell you this because speaking of Mike being a psychopath, something might come out this week. I have – and this is not her fault at all.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. A a coworker of mine is moving to Spain, Mm -hmm. and she is – she had to give up her lease, and she has, like, a month in between when she had to give up her lease and when she's leaving for Spain. Mm -hmm. So she's like, you know what? I'm going to just couch surf for an entire month. And I was Mm -hmm. like, well, you're welcome to stay with me for a couple of days. Oh, God. And she took me up on it.
0: When is she going to be there?
1: She comes Monday night, and she will leave Saturday or <gasps> That's Sunday. That's not a of couple
0: of days. Week. That's like a week.
1: Yeah, it's like seven days, Ooh. six nights. Saying six nights. Is she going to be sitting there when we do catching up? No, she'll be at work. She works. She works with me, so she'll be like. The, we're opposite schedules a little bit, too, so that's kind of okay.
0: But your, your, your crew doesn't have just, like, an extra room that they...
1: Not really. Not that I feel comfortable asking for, you know? And where's Mario?
0: In his room. Oh. You never talk about re- this uh, Mario anymore. Huh? You never talk about Mario anymore. We went and saw Paris's burning
1: uh, last weekend, so okay. the... Ber- a theater in Berkeley had it playing all the month of June. Mm-hmm. So we caught it. I guess it was technically July already, but we caught it. Um, and it was uh, interesting to see it on the big screen. And it was like um, Mario and I, mm-hmm. this like really kind of Bruce Valanche, basically.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then this like um, older woman who walked with a cane, with who was wearing like tie-dye and like a shawl. And that's it. And it was interesting to see it on a big screen mm-hmm. have you Have you watched it recently? I watched it for sure in the past year.
0: I've seen it for sure in the past year. yeah,
1: um, I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on pose then cause like it's fucking it's a fucking ripoff, but I mean, is it a rip-off if it's, I guess, an now, accurate No, I've never picture.
0: seen this pose, but from what I've heard, I know it's it's based heavily on Paris's burning that scene at that time, but then also I remember RuPaul on one of her episodes of her podcast had talked about how he had a movie idea based on a real event that had really happened. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you that story in a second. And I heard that was a storyline on Pose too about these drag queens who went around robbing, like, dress shops.
2: Hmm.
1: They were like... I they mean, they- they talk about that. They don't oh. do it in the,
0: in the oh, movie. Okay. So. Um,
1: but I I mean, so much of like the kind of drag or language that we hear, mm. the vernacular is in this movie. And
0: um, but Boo it's Hecker, kind of, I, I remember in our special after breakfast episode that was released to Patreon people, actually, unusually, because Boo Hacker was on. Um, and his audio worked. And his audio was working, actually. I was actually very... Oh, because you know what? He wasn't on his usual soundboard. He was using his, his laptop mic. Remember he was in the kitchen <laughs> cooking or something like that? He should just do it from his laptop mic. I'm not yeah. even joking. Anyway, so... um, I think he said that there was a character that was literally Dory and Corey, but with a different name.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: in In Pose. Yeah. And...
1: There's all, I mean, there's a lot of just overlap with storylines and everything, and it's interesting. I, I mean, I like Pose, I do, I worry that it's like everything Ryan Murphy gonna just blow up though soon, so I'm being cautious. Um, so Mario and I did hang out, but what's interesting at the movie, Mm -hmm. Mario fucking fell asleep and Mm -hmm. he he doesn't snore, but he certainly sleep breathes. Mm And it was very obvious to me and the uh, Bruce Valanche guy that was sitting close to us.
0: Do you think um,
1: that he falls asleep at every movie or? Perhaps.
0: I don't know. Why? has Have I told the story about him falling asleep in a movie before? No, but I remember Cam used to fall asleep in every movie. Oh. It could have been the I'm... loudest, most explosive movie and he would be curled up in a little fetal position in the seat sleeping. Yeah. I'm a movie sleeper
1: as well. No, I'm but... not at all. If I'm sitting, if I'm sitting upright, I'm not. But if you, if I lay down and watch a movie, I'm out. Oh, really? No, I don't watch yeah. movies at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, so she you were gonna talks- talk about this girl staying with you.
1: Oh yeah, so she's gonna stay with me for a week, and I'm just like, kind of dreading it, and sort of like, I don't know, <laughs> I don't I was suddenly like resentful and like angry at her. <laughs> she didn't do anything wrong, but I'm like, oh god, I even. Um, there's this dude who, um, I sort of have been talking to a little bit. We've been texting. Um, it's a long story, but mm-hmm. we, I was, ve- I'm very reluctant to go on any date right now. I just don't mm-hmm. give a fuck. Mm-hmm. But, um, I've scheduled a date for Thursday night. Oh,
0: really? <laughs> just because I think that I'm going to need a yeah, night you, off. You want the night off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut to you <laughs> schedule a date every night. Yeah. <laughs> Cut to your so. willing to drive to Scott Sader's show. <laughs> you like, oh my god, what you actually came mean? to this production of high button shoes? I didn't think you'd come. And you're like, and he's like, why did you come more than one time in a week? Yeah, <laughs> you're like, I just really love this, is this show. Mike. <laughs> oh, did you? You know what? I'm gonna change my news story. Oh my god, I just saw this. What? I was, I don't know why I didn't make a connection here. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. I just remember. I don't know because I was thinking about something. You'll you'll understand when I do the new story. Okay.
1: I think um that's what else is happening in my life. So she's gonna stay here for a week, and that's gonna be an interesting challenge for me. It has nothing to do with her. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I also have I told you that I've been going to an acrobat class. Have we talked about
0: that? On <laughs> <here>? <laughs> yes, we have. We, now I remember this because I now have to pull up the. <laughs> yes. Okay. So.
1: Um, we just switched teachers, but what was, uh-huh. we had this interesting thing where the friend that I go with, um, is kind of like a San Francisco Bay Area theater person, and there's a teacher at the, there's a teacher at the school who's also like a vocal theater guy. Right? Hello? I'm here. Are you? You're, like, so distracted no, by sound effects. No, no, no. no this is local... turning into the real dubious intent. <laughs> uh... You tell stories that are supposed to be the most important, and then when I tell stories, you're so busy, like, fixing sound and stuff, and who cares what I'm saying.
0: No, I'm That's listening what to what, what you're saying.
1: So anyway, um, there's this teacher who we've kind of seen from afar, but my the, the person that I goes with, go with, she's like, I know him. Um, and she knows his name and everything. And we had a sudden switch in our instructor. So our normal instructor no longer is our instructor. And they said his name was Mick. And my friend, she was like, no problem. Because this, this dick uh, instructor who I don't like, mm-hmm. his name is Mike. It's not Mick. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... Megan what probably is happening is there are four mics at work here so they all go by a different name and this guy that you hate is our teacher I know it's gonna be this way Mm -hmm. um and it totally was and Joey he was not only a dick he's kind of handsome
0: oh well (laughs) but Uh, here's the
1: thing here's the thing and tell me if this is dick or not um she was like, we have been in shows together. We've gone to parties together. I know this guy. And I don't like him. So then we get in the class. They don't say hi to each other. Oh, they don't? He does No. In fact, he's like, let's go around the room and everyone give me your name. And he points at my friend. No. <laughs> so he didn't even just say like, you know, like I didn't acknowledge that I don't know you. He's like, I need everyone's name. What's your name? Person I know. And so I'm like, okay, maybe they're not, like, as tight as she thought, right? And so we proceed through the class. That's everything. Mm -hmm. And then after the class, when we get in the car, she's like, that was a little weird that he just didn't even recognize me. And I was like, yeah, I mean, oh, you did a show together, but, you know, what about it? She opened up her Facebook, Joey. There are photos of them, like, embracing one another. There are photos of them at a party together. (laughs) what she has like she knows the guy yeah no no yeah no but he didn't acknowledge her but then what's weird too is she didn't say like i know you this is like something that i would have got gotten myself into i believe mm-hmm. but it was really weird so anyway he turned out to be an okay guy he's like kind of his personality is not sexy to me at all though once i started kind I of not. No. he. I mean, he's kind of like the kind of guy that goes to Burning Man and is in an open relationship and fucks one dude once and... I don't know. Is it Cameron? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes, with the beard. But he doesn't have a beard. I'm just joking. Uh So anyway, you can stop the music, though, anytime you you wish. What have you done with your flying trapeze story? Well, I would really like to... So, my goal is I wanna do a front handspring and I wanna be able to do a handstand and I feel like I'm like three years out
0: three years
1: <laughs> it's hard it's really hard. um I can do a handstand like against a wall now that's something new no. but I wanna be able to do it just on my own i'm I'm getting there
0: okay um, um. should we do news? All right, let's do news. Hold on. I gotta get the news music out. Here we go. From the mountains to the sea to all of California, this is the Catching Up News Report. Mike Lawson, what's going on in the Bay Area? Uh, Joe, you probably saw
1: this. It went pretty viral. Mm -hmm. Um, But basically, on July 4th, an African American man was waiting for his friend outside an apartment building in San Francisco when a white man, along with his son, approached him asking to know the name of the friend he was waiting for and accusing him of trespassing. The man's name was Wes- Wesley Michael. He's a mm-hmm. software engineer, and he filmed it. Mm-hmm. Um, the encounter basically is a white dude who's since been identified as a guy named Christopher Cooker, mm-hmm. who, call- who works for YouTube, actually. Mm-hmm. And Christopher Cooker called the police despite his young son begging him to be rational.
0: Uh
1: Um, And that was probably the saddest part of the whole thing is just how
0: like obvious it was to the little boy in the whole thing. It sounded so sad. I actually haven't watched the video. I've only read a transcript. That's how sad it sounded.
1: Yeah. It's not, it's not like awful, but, It's just really obvious Uh, in the video. Cooker can be seen demanding Michael provide the name of his friend who lives in the apartment building. Mm -hmm. And when he refuses, Cooker grabbed his cell phone and began dialing 911 as he was telling police of the trespasser and giving them Michael's description. His son is yanking his sleeve, saying, let's just go. I agree with him, daddy and while filming Michael warns cooker that he's going to become the next white man to land a tv spot for calling the police on a black man for no reason and cooker took that as a threat mm-hmm. and uh, the little kid just pled the whole time daddy let's go i don't like this please daddy let's go yeah. and then the friend eventually comes out and that's kind of the end of the the whole thing mm-hmm. um i don't i'm curious what you think about this like should this guy, be, like, lose his job over this? Or, like, how far does it go? And then to add layers of complexity to the story, did you see uh, that this white guy in the story actually lost his father, I believe? Did you see this part no, of this
0: No, I didn't know this part about so it. So
1: his father was, like, in a, in a weird, similar situation where a trespasser actually murdered him. And so he has, like, maybe a hairline trigger when it comes to weird trespassing stuff. I don't know that that gives them a free pass to be an asshole, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It's a complicated
0: world we live in. Well, and I'm it, curious it's what so you think about It's so funny because, okay, God, I, I actually just, it's so fine. Molded. Is Mike Lawson listening to my phone calls? I actually just spoke about this case with a friend. I have actually very complicated thoughts on this because I did read the story and I will say nine times out of, well, 99 times out of 100 with these stories. And I was like, what's wrong with these fucking crazy ass white people? Right. Yeah. And I actually think in this case, both parties are to blame. You know, I think both parties are easily triggered. And I'm not saying just like I didn't know the story about this guy and his father. I think yeah. both of them have reasons to have triggers. Okay. Sure. Sure. But. When I read the story, the situation was, and 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 you recounted this correctly. When he was walking out of the apartment building with his son, this guy, yeah, and he opens the door, and then the guy uses that situ, the the black guy uses that um, opportunity to go in and see his friend, right? Sure. And then the guy confronts him and says, "Hey, wait, man, you, you you can't do that, you know." And then we have the inner exchange that we have here: "Who are you? What are you doing here?" And He said that to his friend. What I don't get is I actually think at that stage, the white guy was being fairly reasonable now hold on, I have a caveat to that to that uh, in that like you if it's a secured building, you can't just use an opportunity or if you do, be prepared to answer some questions that you just whether you're white or black or whatever uh, that that you're gonna be asked some questions about why you just slipped past, the usual security measures with, with, Fair. with a resident, right? Fair. And so,
1: why I but counterpoint like, is it your job to enforce rules and like well, demand people leave and get in somebody's face? Tell me the name of your friend. It goes and, like, the name of your friend, the, the, f- the name of
0: your friend gets ridiculous, but yeah, but. Why didn't the friend go, like, in other words, if that were me in this situation, that's why I said people, both sides have their triggers, right? If that were me in this situation, I would probably be like, oh, my God, yeah, you know, sorry, yeah, I have a friend who lives here. Let me call him, you know, blah, 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 blah you know? And it probably would have been all for naught, you know? But then this guy's triggered because people don't understand that people of color get called out for shit all the fucking time. So at a certain point, you... Now, I don't get called out like that. What I get is people asking me where things are at Target, even though I'm not wearing a red shirt. Or, and I I found out this happens to my co-host on the room, uh, Jorge, as well, is, and it's so ridiculous. You're standing there at a valet, and people will just hand you your, their keys, because they just assume you're the valet, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And... So, like, if that were to happen to me, like, a valet especially, if that happens to me, I fucking get not that angry, right? But I get pretty angry, okay? Because I've just been sick of it, right? Now, imagine if, like, you know, black people, when they walk into stores, are used to people, like, tailing them and following them and staring at them because they think they're going to steal something. So, I can see that this guy's easily triggered. But but it isn't an unreasonable... Uh, question to say, like, hey, you just slipped past me in the door. We've had a lot of robberies with the guy. I don't know if that's true or not. But he said they've had a lot of robberies in the building. And you know San Francisco isn't the safest place, and that shit can happen. You know? Who are you? What's going on? Now, it did escalate to a certain point where you're... I, I Now, now as the white guy, I'm like, is this really fucking worth it? Right. You know? Like, just fucking walk away, dude. Just like...
1: And you you could kind of see that in the video, too. Like, the weird... It's almost like a tipping point where, like, he's not backing down. Like, his it's beyond re, it's beyond a point of being reasonable, and he's sticking to this. So, like, he's gonna die on this hill. Mm-hmm. You could kind of tell weird choice of words considering his dad died in his driveway being bludgeoned by a stranger who was <laughs> trespassing. But you understand what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, no, no, I, I think both sides have their triggers, but we're in it's weird. I don't know how I feel because I feel we're in this stage now where we have this sort of, I don't know if gotcha is the right word, but I do feel there was a little bit, like, no one wants to be in that situation, but we've now developed a culture of, I'm going to expose you. Yeah. And, um, but the guy should have just walked away. I mean, he I, think I think
1: what we're also dealing with is sort of a pre-understanding, or, a prejudgment of these type of videos, right? Mm -hmm. So the headline of the video when we clicked on it was black guy records white guy being racist, right? Mm -hmm. In different words, but you get what I'm saying. And then when you click on it, you sort of just start at that point Mm -hmm. and you don't kind of pause for a second to kind of understand the context. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that there's a good context that explains why a white guy can be racist, Mm -hmm. but rather that... I, I guess all of the layers that you're kind of setting up and explaining, right, that they yeah. both kind of are triggered for the reasons. And, like, let's take a step back and look at this and see where they both went wrong.
0: Yeah. Now, Andre in the U.K. makes a point that I was going to make, and thank, I'm glad he brought it up I forgot, is my friend and I did discuss about how, yeah, but obviously if it was an old lady or, like, a hot white girl, this guy wouldn't have said shit. Yeah. You know? Uh, Or I bet, you know, even if it was another version of racism, if it was a Latina in like a maid outfit, he wouldn't have said shit, you know? like Molly made kind of outfit. He would open the door first, you or know, vacuum cleaner or something, you know? Right. So right. um, it, it there is some profiling going on. You're right. And we, it, you know, people are saying things in the chat room that are very good. You know, John Marti says that Nico was reprimanded by the catering lead at a wedding that we were attending because he wasn't busing tables. Yeah. That shit happens to you all the time when you're Latino. Now, obviously it's not to the level of people think you're a criminal. Right. And whatnot. And Paul Tran tells a story, but when he went to go pick up his friend and he was essentially profiled too. So, um, people have their stories and that's why people get easily triggered. It's just an ugly situation yeah. for everyone involved.
1: And I think extra layer of context too, to all of it is like the, when the friend that lived in the apartment building eventually shows up at the end of the video, mm-hmm. she's, um I believe in a wheelchair. Oh, and so was? like, there's, so there's a good chance that he was like trying to kind of get into the building so he could then open the door
0: for her when they, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. what if
1: that was like part of
0: his yeah. rationale too? Or like, like or you're thinking, I'll go to her because she's in a wheelchair. It's easier to, yeah, for, yeah. Her all can come all the way down here. Yeah, you're right. I I, I think the mistakes remain all the way around, to be honest with you.
2: Hmm.
0: Um. Okay, Mike Lawson, on to uh, much lighter news. Uh, teen actors next, slit in school production of Sweeney Todd. Wait, what? Yeah, Shut yeah, up. <laughs> yeah, I saw this yesterday. And where, I was like, where was this at? Was you're going to hear all about it. Here we go. <laughs> Okay, so uh, a New Zealand high school production of a musical about murderous barber had a disastrous opening night when two oh teen. A- I, hold on, I gotta switch. Jump ahead here.
1: Isn't this uh, the same way that uh, the um, what's
0: the Bruce Lee's son died? Oh yeah, with a gun, like a fake gun, bullets. Yeah. Uh huh. A New Zealand Mike. You know what's so funny is there's actually yeah. a crazier part of the story. Hopefully we get to it. If not, if, it, if the story's too long, then I'll just tell you. Okay. A New Zealand high school production of a musical about a murderous barber had a disastrous opening night when two teen actors had their necks cut by a prop straight razor on stage. The two 16-year-old actors were rushed to an Auckland City hospital on Wednesday night after sustaining the injuries during a performance of Sweeney Todd, the demon barber of Fleet Street at St. Kendgerne College, a private school in Auckland. One boy had serious and the other moderate injuries, but both were discharged from the hospital Thursday timing. <laughs> in comments broadcast t- TVNZ school head Stephen Cole told reporters Thursday that the students were what ru- wounded by a prop razor covered in all sorts of duct tape and foam and paper. Okay. okay. Oh no 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 no. They're they're not getting to the story. and There's more to the story. Okay. So
1: was it a prop? <clears throat> was the, the prop just malfunction? So
0: it was no like no. Gummy? I read it, I read it, this is not the story's not giving the detail I read yesterday. Okay. It was a real razor, Mike Lawson. It was a real... They used a real razor. But, like, on purpose. On purpose. They chose to use a real razor. And during rehearsals... In the other story that had more detail that I read last night... During Mm -hmm. rehearsals, something had happened. And they had been told, Listen, you can't use a real razor. Use something else. The audience doesn't know. And the director insisted on using a real razor. I'm back to the other part.
1: Well, like, I mean, is anyone surprised that this happened then? <laughs> no. By the way, I think this happened a long time ago. And I think you're just getting the story no, now.
0: No, no, it happened. Uh, let me see. Like uh,
1: 2016.
0: Is that what it says?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Oh. Unless it's a... happened more than once. Oh, <laughs> I saw it on Reddit last night. So I thought it happened recently. I think that they celebrate it every year. It's, like, become
1: an annual thing where people bring it up. Because I just saw an article, the,
0: um... Oh, or maybe or... it happened again? No. No, because no, it was it was two kids last night, yeah. too. This, I love the headline of this
1: one. New Zealand school apologizes to students who had throats cut in Sweeney Todd production. Saw <laughs> <Sorry. laughs>
0: we Won't happen again. <laughs> Cut to Ugh. cut to the next year, they're like high school girl thrown into oven during a production a real oven on fire <laughs> and during a production of Sweeney Todd. <laughs> um Yeah, that's great. By the way, Sweeney
1: Todd, my least favorite um song <gasps> for sure.
0: That's my favorite. What are you talking about? I know.
1: Everyone loves it, and I know it's it's one of those unpopular opinions that I know is an unpopular opinion.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. What's um, your favorite Sondheim?
1: Probably Company or Into the Woods. I'm going into the Woods at the Hollywood Bowl. Oh, that'll weeks. be fun. Yeah. Uh, they're doing Passion up here in San Francisco. I'm sort of tempted, but probably never going to see it. I've never seen Passion. Same. Same. And, and you know what? I don't even know the plot. I, don't, do I. I know nothing about it. I know nothing about it. Um, cool. <laughs> this was News on the Aisle with <laughs> News on the Aisle. <laughs> anyway. All right. Uh, do you, what, you said you had another personal story or something? What are you doing?
0: Well, now I realize all these hodgepodge of stories I happened from last week. I need to keep a bullet journal so I can, because when I woke up this morning, I'm like, what happened this week? And I was like, nothing really do it. Happened. You
1: can also, if you get some tape, you can create standout pages where you list all of the places where you've buried bodies.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> Tell us more about that, Mike. Well, hold on. I just closed the Sweeney Todd music. <laughs> You're fine. Okay. Anyway, uh... <laughs> So a lot of people are all putting their their fake sweet Todd headlines in the chat room now. Okay, so uh, point is this: um, so my parents went to go see two concerts in a row last week. They went to go see oh. Michael Buble, but a month ago they had bought tickets to go see um, uh, Tony Bennett at the Hollywood Bowl. Whoa, on the town with on the Joey, town with the with, Batances. Yeah, okay. as he's
1: not Joe and Betty, is it? Yeah, Joe and Betty. Mm-hmm. That sounds like um. I don't know, like Archie's parents' names. I don't know what their parents' names. But isn't it? Joe and Betty just seem like classic
0: Yeah, well, American you know, names. and like my, my pal Jughead down the street. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, so any you know what's so funny? No, nah, it's not funny. That would be it's such a boring <laughs> story. Anyway, so uh, they had tickets. No, I guess my parents haven't gone to the – well, no. When my parents have gone to the Hollywood Bowl, I used to have a, a, a client, the parent of a student, who I taught over a couple of years, we stayed friendly, and she had Hollywood Bowl season tickets. And so anytime she had extra season tickets, she would give them to me. And if I wanted to see the show, then I would go. I think you and I went to one of them in one of those box seats. I don't remember. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. We went to the Hollywood Bowl and saw Rufus Wainwright. Yeah, no, it wasn't with those box seats. Anyway, so one time I didn't want to go see this, it was Pink Martini, and my parents didn't know who they were at the time, but now my parents are big fans. But, oh, um cool. but I she, think you get into that. That's cool. Yeah, but they... Uh, they had the box that woman's box seats, right? Nice. So I think every time they've gone, they've been in this woman's box seats, and she had parking right next to the bowl. So they're so spoiled by that, right? Oh, uh, huh. So they they I don't think they've, they've been to the Hollywood Bowl where they bought tickets for the benches. So we were so they decided to also use the shuttle. There's a shuttle that you can take. It's right by their house. Actually, it's not far at all from their house, and it drives you into the Hollywood Bowl. Leaves you right in front. They never used it before. Okay? That's nice yeah so they uh, buy their house in diamond bar yeah yeah in rolling heights there's a uh a, a, a shuttle a bus wow. shuttle. yeah they go and right they took the, them all the way to the hollywood yeah. bowl and it's seven dollars a person wow yeah so uh i got them the tickets for the bus right and um so we're about to leave right and i go they're like we're ready to go you know I'm like okay and i go downstairs mike lawson they had so much shit with them. Why? I don't know. They I don't know where. I think they thought they were going on like a 3-hour tour. Okay? Yeah. Were they bringing like picnic food or something? Mike. they had a giant cooler? Another one of those like you know those like uh bags that keep things cool as well? Yeah. yeah. Okay? Then my mom had a gigantic picnic basket. <laughs> they had big floppy hats. They oh had God. um uh they had a whole bunch of drama, right? And I go, guys, this you're too taking much. too much stuff. And they're like, well, well duh, and they told me everything they were bringing. Mike, they were bringing a gigantic meal. They're going to be in the benches, right? <laughs> Your mom brought a whole jar of mayonnaise. <laughs> Mike Lawson, brought, they brought a shrimp salad, <laughs> a thing to make margaritas. Mike Lawson, <laughs> it was a gigantic. I go, you guys can, like, oh, well, let's see what we can pare down here, right? I wish uh-huh. we would have known this. But I go, they go, we thought we had a box. I go, no, you, first of all, you don't have a box. And two, you don't have that much room in the box. Yeah. You know what it was? I just realized it. The woman would give us her box, but they would only use two of the seats. So they had all this room in their box when they went. Oh, uh-huh. You know? So anyway, even because they, they pack you into those boxes, too. You have, like, just as much room as you do in the benches, essentially. Um. So... They pared it down, but they still had a lot of. They still had the gi- they still took the giant picnic basket. Okay, so they get on the bus, right? They're so paranoid about the bus bus, and they leave. Okay. Now, while they were at, it actually worked out conveniently. While they were at Tony Bennett, so they go on the bus. I drop them off at the bus, and then I just keep going, and I have to go to a dinner uh, party for my friend. I'd gotten the invite the night before, but she made it seem like it was this casual thing. Okay. It was my friend Amy and her husband, John, who they, there's always a ton of stories about them, but I don't think I've ever told them. Um, but Amy and John and Amy was having a, a little birthday thing for herself in L.A. And she goes, I would really love it if you could come. Mercedes can't be here, but Chris will be here. Right. And she goes, but you won't know anybody else. And I was like, oh, God. OK,
2: right. So
0: <laughs> I go, what else am I going to do? though? just sit at home and do nothing. So I drive in and go to L.A., right? Uh, Actually, so I'm literally, Mike, I'm 10 minutes away from the place. Chris texts. I'm not going after all. I feel sick. But he goes, but Mercedes is going to go. Okay. Right? So uh, I show up and now how do I explain John? I love John to death. I love him. I adore him. Okay. He's one of my favorite people on this planet. But a lot of people don't like him. Okay. And I would essentially say, I think I love him because he's basically more Jobatance than Jobatance. Okay. He's very Jobatance. He's very funny. Mm -hmm. And he just tells it like it is. He doesn't hold back. He has no filter. Right. And I think that rubs people the wrong way. Okay.
1: Yeah. I think what it does is it puts people on edge because they know about to be a target. So it's like, oh, I don't want to give him any oxygen. So this fire. You
0: know, yeah. a, a perfect example so is you, pardon me, you're breaking, so off. you just sort of like shut down. Yeah, maybe is my uh, audio there? you just kind of skyped out for a second. It's okay. Oh. So, anyway, uh, at my birthday a couple years ago, Mercedes had a little thing for me at her house, and he was there. And uh, Jay Ellis, after Buzz TV's, Jay Ellis was there with his boyfriend. Uh, and he was, he, he, I will say this, John is 100% straight, but he has this sort of like cutting humor of, like, a gay man, right? So he was just, like, giving Paul and Jay and me the business. Now, Jay and I loved it, but uh, Jay's boyfriend is kind of shy and quiet. And so then at one point, I think John John and Amy left, and we were sitting down in the living room, and Paul sat down, and he goes, I hate that man, <laughs> right? And you think he still hates him, right? Yeah. And uh, – but Jay and I love John, right? So I get there. And I get to the restaurant and I like, oh my God, Joe, hi. And I, and I actually see a couple of people that I do know, actually. I'm saying hi to them. It's actually funny. Have you, have you ever had this experience? It's people that I kind of know, but they also don't know anybody. So they are so excited to see me. Yeah, I like can see a familiar yeah, yeah. face. And I'm like, I, I mean, I, that's how you make friends, you yeah, know? Yeah, it really is. That's how you bond. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, so he, John sees me. He's like, oh my God, thank you for coming. I go, I know. I go, like, and I Chris just called me and he's not coming. I don't know, there was something strange about Chris not coming and Mercedes coming. He goes like, um, no, you are Mercedes. Right? And I was like, what? Oh, no. And he goes, yeah, no, 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 no. One of them couldn't come, so we just invited you because one of them couldn't come. And I was like, ew. Right? Yeah. (laughs) But that's very him, right? (laughs) I was talking to Adam Vaughn on the way home, and he's like, well, look, you should be flattered. They think highly enough to you to... Put you in the second tier and it replace them, you know, kind of thing, yeah, yeah, so I'm there, and I I mean, of m- course, like
1: husband and wife are first tier yeah, exactly and you're second tier that's yeah. actually yeah sure, yeah, All positive
0: right. way of seeing it, yeah, 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 so, um, anyway, so I did make a joke about Tammy the next day, though, glad to be second tier she you could she just ignored that I said that anyway, uh, so then. I uh I go there, it's a fine time. I'm talking to rando people, it's just random show business people, blah bitty, blah blah, 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 right? And but oh, it was embarrassing though, because I couldn't hear anything anybody was saying it was so loud in the restaurant. And so I would just comment on things that I just little keywords I heard. And so at one point I heard like BitTorrent. I went, ah, <laughs> BitTorrent. And the guy was like, What's so funny about BitTorrent? And I go, I don't know. <laughs> but at a certain point, I looked at the clock and I was like, all right, I'm done. And I ghosted. Good. Mercedes did you show up. Didn't say at, goodbye. Mer- you just left. Yeah, Mercedes was there, but she was not sitting next to me. I just left. That is the best way to go. It you really
1: say is. your hellos. Everyone knows you're there. Yes. And then you just never say goodbye. Nobody, nobody's like thinking like he left early. Instead, they're thinking, I wonder when Joe left.
0: Yeah, Mercedes noticed. I got a text five minutes later, but nobody okay. else did. I, I talked to Amy the next day. She didn't even say a word. Right. Yeah. So then I'm on my way home, and it was horrible traffic. And I was thinking, oh my god. I might not make it back in time. They might beat me at the parking lot for the bus stop and I might not make it back in time.
1: Fuck. Yeah. So
0: I'm like kind of stressing it and then I'm driving and then I'm about almost there and then they call me and they go like, we're crossing this street on the freeway and they were like, an exit behind me. So it actually worked out perfectly. Uh, And then they had a good time at Tony Bennett. Uh, They they came back like, we're not going to take as much stuff next time. And I was like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) What a good idea, guys. Yeah, good idea. Just pack light. You should call this Trevor, and pick up that box from Pache. Remember that whole thing? I do, yeah. <laughs>
1: um, what do you got going on next week? Is that oh, do you have, you have no stories? I did all. I know. I did my stories. I did my news story. Yeah, we're an, an hour. hour. We did a good job. Uh, next,
0: I... okay, go ahead. Hello. Yeah. Oh,
1: uh, what are you going on next week? Uh, nothing. Except for oh, yeah, a person uh, staying with I you, have yeah. Friends, I, I have a
0: feeling you are going to have a lot of stories from going out next week. God, oh my God! Every <laughs>
1: day there is going to be someone here.
0: You are going to be um, like, I was at a carnival in Sausalito. I am like, what? In a weird way, it, this
1: is almost like I don't know. Like, am I? Uh, I I guess when I am like with people, I am like nice and regular and like mm-hmm. fake because I am like, oh, I have to be on all the time. Mm-hmm for seven days oh my god so i'm doing that and i got a date with jose on thursday and that's yeah. it
0: yeah. and what do you got going on well i was supposed to go see this movie midsummer last sunday with john paul but i hit this really nasty traffic and at the arc light you can't be uh, late you can't be late so we just went and did other things yesterday it was fun it was a good time okay. but um but uh, this week uh i am um gonna go see it i'm gonna go to midsummer with uh after buzz tv's jay ellis Actually. He's a dish. What a mensch. Yeah, that's what Barney, you a Prince of Wales in the chat room. So I'm gonna go see uh Midsummer today with uh After Buzz TV's Jay Ellis. Cool. And then I'm going to pizza party and then I work this week, if nothing that terribly excite you.
1: Jay Ellis is a Patreon subscriber of he mine. He sure
0: is. Oh, he's a vine too.
1: Isn't that weird? He subscribes to mine, but I feel like I don't know much about him. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I follow him on Twitter, but mm-hmm. that's like a a, a witty comment here and there mm-hmm. But Alright well it was nice catching up with you Joey
0: Yeah well go to hell Mike Will do
2: Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up